0: Snuff production. are the sneaky cinnamon scroll you just have to have. Even though you already ate a big breakfast with extra hash browns and three coffees. You'll eat until you explode. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast.
1: Alex Dyson could not have felt older on the weekend.
2: <laughs> oh right. dear. And I already oh feel old. Oh dear.
1: You know when you, go you step into elevators and you see, like, they're the elevators with the two mirrors on either side and you can see the back of
2: your head? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does not look good for me anymore. I
1: know I bring it up a lot, but I like every
2: now and then I'm like, oh my God. You go to the hairdresser, they hold the mirror up. How's this? You're like, (laughs) awful. She
1: doesn't. She never, she specifically mirrors around my bald patch (laughs) because she, honestly, I'm like, just show it. Just show (laughs) me what it looks like. And it's like she (laughs) pretends like it doesn't exist. I'm like, I know it's there. You know it's there. Just show me. Oh, my God. It's so
2: embarrassing. Anyways. She just work at those angles. That's a lot of physics. Because <laughs> she's got to see your eye line into the front mirror, into the back like, mirror, angle that down.
1: You know how apparently we don't see one side of the moon? Like, that's like I... my head. <laughs> like, <laughs> like No matter which way you look for it, you just cannot see the yeah. gul- like huge half of it. But, um, but no, I did a book club um, just at my local bookstore with uh, a bunch of like, awesome early high school kids. So they just started, similar to what you did the other the other week. Mm. Anyway, so many things I talked about. They're like, what's that? No idea. Oh, they both. love
2: Friends, though, which is weird. Oh, the, yeah, TV show Friends. Which, I know, but yeah. then I was
1: like, well, what about Seinfeld? And they're like, one of them was like, I've watched it once. I just didn't get it. <laughs> I was like, but yeah. that, was the th- that was the thing. They don't do Triple Jump at high school anymore. Why not? I don't know. None of, them did, none of them knew what triple jump was. I was like, half my book's triple jump. <laughs> i missed the, I that is missed a common the audience thread. completely. You
2: should have researched that before <laughs> writing a whole book about a young child <laughs> wanting to do triple jump. Yeah, triple
1: jump. As soon as someone picks it up, he wants to do triple jump. What the hell is that? <laughs> Bargain bin. Anyways, it was great. So thank you very uh, much, the books for skip having me. And a jump into the discount box. <laughs> Hey, big show today. Alex Weissen, I'm doing something for the first time. I'm going to talk about that very shortly.
2: you you know, it's something that old people have done for many years. You're about to try it for the first time. We're going to get into that. Producer Bron Bron is in the room. She's bringing in some ClickFish articles for us. It should be a whole heap of fun. It's All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go,
1: here we go,
0: here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast.
1: You ever bid in an auction... Alex Dyson?
2: Have I ever been at one? Have you bid at one? I went along to help a friend at an auction the other day just as a moral, moral support, and they bid. <laughs> yeah. And then they got outbid by people who decided that the house was worth a quarter of a million dollars more than the real estate agent <laughs> did. So... <laughs> Well, <laughs> the yeah. experts. So <laughs>
1: it's a bit rude, isn't it? I was talking to a friend who just said, "Yeah, just old mate with you know credit card earrings, just swooped in at the end. Yeah, just chucked an extra hunji thou on top, and then uh, away you go. No chance. Actually, my friend said they they cried in the car on the way home. There was there was just there was so much frustration yeah. with the system, with the bubble." And, you know, with the with the current way things are going, that, yeah, they, they lost, they really lost, they re- lost excitement for the whole game.
2: Yeah, the salt in the wound is that, um, you know, the younger generation are so besotted and joyous with bubbles. Like when they get blown in front of them, they're like, oh, and they reach out. Well, you should and see my, touch the yeah. bubble, <laughs> bubbles. Unre- Sophia loves not a bubble. Realizing that in the future, <laughs> because all the properties are snapped up, the bubble will be something that brings them much pain and sorrow. <laughs>
1: Well, I, look. I, the reason why I bring it up is because I'm nervous, Alex Dyson. What? I am dead set nervous because I'm going to bid at my first auction <gasps> this weekend, mate. That's exciting.
2: <laughs> I know. I've never bid in an auction before. You didn't even tell me that. Um, I mean, it's not the it's not the property you sent me uh, in the DMs. <laughs> Yesterday was it the, what, the 37, 30, million thirty-seven million dollar <laughs> New York penthouse? You didn't. That's from not the, the owner one you're gonna of on.
1: Uber. Yeah, nah, mate. Nah, I don't think I'll be swooping in to snatch that one in, on the second slaps name of the hammer. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> well, that's exciting, man. You going got, once, going twice. <laughs> can I get thirty-seven million and one from the balding man with the cap over there? No, you cannot. My bidding stick is firmly down. <laughs> From the man who's quit stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Retired. <laughs> um, uh, well, that's that's a really exciting, man. No, that'd be nerve wracking, though. Oh well, that's the thing. I've never done it before, mm. so I don't know, and I don't know what to do. Okay, so this is why I'm bringing it up mm. because I could easily just gone in secret, tried to do it, failed miserably, and no one would have learned anything. Okay, but mm. um, I, I I want help from you, listening. Mm. Okay, if you've done auctioning, if you've been an auctioneer, if you've if you've bid at an auction, even mm. if you've been defeated, tell us a story. If you've won, tell us a story. Um, let us know because I want to hear from you. I want to hear your tips. I want to hear your secrets. I want to know what to be prepared for, or what you weren't expecting. Um, and I'm gonna we're gonna track this through the week because I also Alex Stice wouldn't yeah. mind chatting too, the likes of some big guns. You know, I, we haven't spoken about this off air, so I don't know if it's possible, but I'd love to get Dave Hughes on the phone. Oh,
2: because
1: that yeah. man, <laughs> he was he impromptu
2: bid well, at an auction. <laughs> it's it's well. I think Dave Hughes' secret there was have lots of money. It wasn't so much the <laughs> wasn't so much the sneaky tactics to help you with the auction. It was just have more money than everyone else there. Well, I still so. want to hear
1: Dave Hughes' opinion about it. So hopefully, we can talk to Dave Hughes. I'd love to talk to someone who, in the business who actually does. Yeah know how to, you know, the, the actual tricks of the trade. And I'd love to hear from you, just your yeah, suburban bidder, what how, what you've experienced and how, how it's affected your sort of game mentality. Because I want to be prepared, Alex Dyson. This is a big day, well, this ma-
2: weekend. Yeah, this is huge. Uh, big Saturday, the clearance rates, you know, going up for houses. You, um your house or apartment, what are we going on? I'm
1: not going to say anything about the apartment okay. or the price because I do not want anyone swooping. <laughs> All right? Pack of vultures you all are, I'm sure of it, okay, well, listening in.
2: The only thing for my, you know, I want to be there for moral support, I, want, I wanted to know something, Google how to do good at auction things and um, says, well, start low, go slow, all right? Okay, all so right. So you do your first beat as low as possible. They go, Where are you going to start me? Where are you going to start me? Start in the gutter, my friend. <laughs> yeah, Offer that's a good point. Do I go? Do start- I go
1: offensively low?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You want people to <laughs> hold their nose at how much you offer of pongs, all right? And Are then, you sure? and You've then the next person bids. Then the next person bids. All right, goes above you, and you just got to go, nah. Slow it down man <laughs> okay, just wait. slow I'm Down. Advice
1: from alex the rat dog dyson who <laughs> lost his friend at auction recently okay so no <laughs> no thank you no thank you i want your support and look and i said i'm not going to i'm not going to tell you what sort of property it is mm. okay but if you did want to just get an idea all right keywords on the domain search Eight person jacuzzi, 16 car garage. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Okay, so if you just want to have an idea about where I'm playing with here. That's
2: where we're going. Oh, well, this will be fun to follow Matt across the week as he gears know, up I'm for nervous. his very first option. What's Here's wrong with living in the same rented apartment you're paying more than <laughs> anyone else for in the <laughs> same spot? You had a devastating Here's- relationship breakdown, it is too small for a child in a stroller in your laundry because dirty washing hangs off the right, front of and it. And that's why
1: you don't stay over anymore, all right? <laughs> I didn't even know how to, like, the, the conditions yes, say actually. I need to pay 5% of the cost. I didn't even know, do I transfer the money? Do I bring a cheque? Like, do I have to go to the bank and get one of those yeah. blank cheques? And Do I have to carry actually, that around for this a few is, days?
2: This is perfect. We need a spare rat dog room, okay, for your house. I hope you. Oh, no. I hope that's the key key terms in the search. No, I know. <laughs> Matt, I'm buying because... a studio
1: apartment. Doesn't even have a laundry, so you can sleep <laughs> underneath the
2: sink, you Matt, vermin. Because I have I have needs, Matt, and um, I got to tell you, big fan of a rumpus. You, if you've got yourself a rumpus, consider me there. I'll bring my foosball table. They're the two requirements that I need if I'm staying at a friend's house on a couch. Well, I
1: don't need Alex Dyson around my place. What I need is your help. So we're going to track this over the week. As the countdown looms, the big day beckons. Will Matt win his first auction?
2: Getting into crypto right before the bubble bursts. And he's also (laughs) coming in at the peak of the market in property. Yep, yeah, this is the man we are following. Good stuff. <laughs> Cannot wait. Coffee, yeah, coffee. A
0: seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Click,
2: click, 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 blah, blah, blah,
0: blah, blah. click. Clickfish, clickfish, with producer Bron.
2: Yes, our producer Bron on the weekends keeps working hard you and the All Day Breakfast podcast uh, to find the worst articles on the internet that you're kind of tempted by, uh, but have too good a morals to click. She does it for us. Hello, Bron. Hello. What you been clicking,
1: Bron?
0: So this first headline's from Pedestrian. Headline Uh, Did a Eurovision contestant just snort a line of something on international live TV?
2: Now, we should say, if you've seen the result, fantastic. We're not going to say it in this podcast because audio producer Chris Marsh had a big weekend, went and saw Hamilton, (laughs) has yet to catch up on Eurovision. He's been getting too much culture elsewhere, but has taped it and is ready to watch it. So we're not actually going to say the winners, but we're spoiling that this little uh, side event from the... uh, from the whole shebang bron. Yes. Well,
1: I saw I saw the tile on news.com.au as well. It definitely looks like there's uh someone leaning over the table mm-hmm. um and sort of lifting their head. That's what the motion seems like. I mean, really, are they gonna be doing drugs there on their table live on TV? I don't think so. I think it's I think there was something else. I think they were licking up, you know, spilt Fanta or something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, because we all lick up the sp- <laughs> drinks hey, we spill. that's
1: one of the funnest things to do when drinks get spilled, to what? slurp them up like you're a little wet vac. Off the table? <laughs> yes, either with a straw or with your own pursed
0: lips. Wait, if you're out and about, not just at your home. Sometimes, doesn't matter where I do it, can we get on with the
2: goddamn what? show, please? I think that's just less interesting now of Matt <laughs> pursing his lips and fluffing it on a table.
1: There's something nice about feeling the, the liquid fly through the air into your mouth. It's the same way I used to suck my nippies, what? drink chocolate oh. milk through the straw.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: my God. All of you need to... Your head is in the gutter like... With these news sites thinking that people are doing drugs, they're probably just innocently pretending they're a wet vacuum slurping up spilled drinks. <laughs> what was it?
0: So basically, they're saying no, he wasn't doing that. Um, it, it's an Italian rock band called I think Maneskin. Um, yeah, so he looked—he really did look like he was doing that. But this is what he said:
3: "Thomas, it's break. Yeah, exactly. It's Thomas, break a glass. Yeah, he's I don't use drugs, please. Guys. Yeah.
2: Sounds like nice, comfortable television. So
0: he was saying <laughs> they were cleaning up a broken glass. I don't know why you would do that with your face slammed against <laughs> the table, but He's
1: not doing drugs. I don't think anyway. He I don't, said
0: he wasn't uh, doing drugs.
1: Does, I mean, absolutely the images that I'm looking at now. Look very incriminating, but I'm going to stick with my Fanta theory. All right, fraud headline two.
0: So this is from Seven News headline: Travelers stunned by staggering cost of toasty at Australian airport. Mm. Is this shocking? That that you know, at airports things are expensive. It's expensive food. I
1: mean, I mean, I've, I bought. I remember buying a hot dog in in Sweden? I'm pretty sure at the airport there, and it, let me tell you, it was not cheap. I think it would have been up at the nine dollar mark, and it was just a little sausage with a tube of bread around it. Airports are expensive. You know what else is expensive? Getting to the airport. It is one of the biggest rorts that every single country in this world is guilty of, making the airport extremely expensive to
2: get to. Yeah. The the thing for me that kills me is the train stops. It's like, oh, $4, $4, $4, $17, $4, $4. Hang on. What's. That doesn't
1: make sense. It does not make sense. A bus from the airport. Oh, that'll just be a cheeky $24. Or oh, does it? That's not oh, cool. Anytime I catch a bus ever, it's normally $3. It just doesn't make mm. taxis, a, you know, every time you jump into the airport, $60. No matter what country you go to. So, of course, you're going to spend, what, $12 for a toasty? Let me guess.
0: Higher. What?
1: what I will say is it can't be as expensive as the $24 four-cheese toasty Ben along
2: at the <laughs> front of the Opera House steps, okay? <laughs> All right, we, we go on ham and cheese here. Are these are the only so, two ingredients. There
0: are two types of toasties that were um, seen. This is at Hobart Airport, by the way. There was a ham and cheese, and then there was a triple cheese.
1: Oh, Hobart Airport. Yeah. I think I know the place. I think <laughs> I know. I think I know the place, and it is expensive.
2: Well, if you want to buy a buddy house next weekend, you can't be getting too many triple cheese from Hobart Airport, Matt. Uh, What what was the price, Bron?
0: So for the ham and cheese, $19.50. Are you kidding me?
1: (laughs) Okay, that is rude.
0: They're giving away $35 flights.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Are you telling me that the ham and cheese toastie from the airport is half (laughs) the price of the actual plane trip? It's flying, flying
1: through the air. The the air.
0: <laughs> it is, um, and then $22.50 for the three types of cheese.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, look, to me, I would take the $24 at the Opera House over the Hobart Airport. <laughs> <laughs> I can promise you that. Goodness me. Do you
2: know the cool thing about Hobart Airport? The voiceover dude is the same dude that Roy and HG use for, oh, okay. um, for their things. And so every announcement I just think is a joke, but it's like, it's serious stuff. <laughs> like... <laughs> Do not take aerosols on your flight. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, Anyway, sorry, Bron. Next one.
0: So this is actually a listener. Steph sent this in because she didn't want to click it, but she wanted (laughs) to know the story. So just know that Bron
1: is for hire, okay? Bron services are for hire. Please hit us up at matt.n.alex. Don't
2: ruin your algorithm. Use producer Bron.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Please do. It does make it easier for me (laughs) to <laughs> um headline woman's controversial McDonald's claim divides the internet. Oh.
2: oh, I saw this and I didn't want to click on it. Um, <sighs> a controversial McDonald's claim. Was it order chips without salt?
0: No. <laughs> no, I'll tell
1: you what though, here's my here's one of my claims. KFC salt. I thought KFC chips would taste the same all around the world, and they don't. Some places, and a lot of places in fact, don't have the special KFC salt that we do. And that is a Damn shame, all right? Shame on you, rest of the world. That you need to pick you up the game. you one of the game. people
2: who goes travelling and goes to the KFC in, in Madrid.
1: <laughs> I remember going to KFC Botswana. That was the first time I realised that they didn't have the sweet special salt. I was like, what the hell is this? Anyways, um, so go on. What What is
2: the difference? What's the controversial claim, Bron?
0: So basically this woman called Emma Cooper posted a TikTok listing her top five favourites from fast food restaurants and her favourite from Macca's was a chicken and cheeseburger.
1: What? I don't understand what the what the issue is.
0: I don't know what's happening because that- and nowhere in the article did they list any controversial, you know, no comments from people saying that they disagreed with her. There was nothing in there at all. But they're saying that it divided the internet. I don't
1: know how. This honestly <laughs> oh my God. sounds like the most dog shit article <laughs> I've ever heard. Okay, I'm really putting that lightly.
2: Yeah, that Shame is Shame
1: on you, whoever wrote this garbage. That is Honestly, I know look, trust me, we work in the media. <laughs> we have we scrounge the bottom of the barrel
2: every single day. Very soon we're talking about <laughs> sitting down <laughs> to weed. Okay. So
1: never. Have we sunk as low as what you're doing right now? Pull your head in. Please try to make them better.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it feels like, remember the start of Twitter where people would just take the tweets and, you know, write an article about it? It's TikTok is that new one. Controversial yes. opinion. This is yeah, my, like- fav- <laughs> my top five favourite things at McDonald's. Oh, I wouldn't have picked that. <laughs> well, that's I'm a journalist. <laughs> Let's add the two together. Uh, thank you very much, Bron. We'll catch you next time. Thank you. Order up. Just
1: how you like it, perfect.
2: All day breakfast. I felt like a rock star on the weekend, Maddie. Oh, would you get that that in front of the
1: door car park.
2: <laughs> well, actually, yes, at a cafe. Thanks for reminding me. That was well, good stuff. Did you have stuff. to reverse park, though? Nah, well, Woods was driving, so I got and chauffeured she... into it, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Throw <her> the keys. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Keep the car running, babe. Won't be long. <laughs> <laughs> um... Hey, this, this actually, sorry, I was
1: going to talk about this one day because I did do that once. What? I, I, you said because of, keep the car I, running. No, I didn't keep, like, I didn't say it to anyone. I just accidentally did. I kept the car running. I went to the shops. I parked out the what, front of the supermarkets. Like, well, no, I went into this, like, cheese and wine shop and I went across the road and I was, like, shopping for, what, it would have been 15 minutes at least. <gasps> and I come back to my car and I sit in, I'm like, what the hell's going on here? And it had been on the whole time. You I left just the keys left in it the ignition. Run. Well, it's a keyless thing, you know. Like I had oh. the key in my pocket, so I just got out and I, and I mustn't have heard the beep, 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 <laughs> when you leave the car. So, yeah, it had just been – so people – and people were all like at this cafe at the front yeah. of this, like where I'd parked. So people would have just watched me
2: just wow, leave my running car, go out,
1: go into a shop and
2: come back 15 minutes later. That is a um – um. That is a rock star move. That's one to tick off the list. Just keep the car running while you do get a rock get star groceries. move. If it's
1: accidental, man. It's, it's, it's <laughs> the other thing I've always wanted to do
2: is to get in a car or like a cab and go follow that car. Oh, uh, okay. You know, always I was thinking of that. saying just drive.
1: <laughs> that's what. Just that's anyway. what I would say. Well, no, it wasn't because of
2: that. What just part drive. of it
1: was? That's what fans of Case File will understand. It's a little uh, in joke.
2: Just drive. All right, cool. I'm um, on. <laughs> so i um i dj'd for the first time in like 18 months which was cool Ooh. it was the local footy club helping out a few friends which was nice but they were doing well, their like team of the decade and like a bit of a decade in review and that kind of thing so i got up and dj'd but i'm just i don't like wearing normal clothes dj because it makes <laughs> i don't want people to think that i'm taking DJing seriously Sure. <laughs> so sort of, if they get a bit more forgiving on the mixes that way. No, yeah, right.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you got the speed dealers on, the kind yeah, of singlet, exactly. they're like, this guy doesn't
2: take himself seriously, nor will he take DJing. <laughs> exactly. This DJ is a joke. At least he knows it. <laughs> um, but in this particular instance, because um, it was a footy club, I thought it would be funny to dress up as a, a footy umpire, right? Okay. I got a friend and borrowed a... a Proper umpires jersey, and it was all good. People, you know, enjoyed it. I did some umpire dance moves. That was great. Um, How many more is there than the goals? Like, like, oh, you got the goals. You got the holding the ball. I was doing some throw-ins over the back, like this, <laughs> like this. There's heaps of moves. Running backwards out on the full. You know, it, it, it's an untapped. Dance, people do the shopping trolley, sure The you know, sprinkler do like, the No, no, no Get on the You've AFL got to umpire Gotta be doing these ones <laughs> 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 Exactly the whole The behinds Just <laughs> on each side <laughs> Hit the post Hit the post um, <laughs> But I didn't want to get back Into my suit Jacket and everything And jeans um, To go home So I just um, I just jumped on the tram in, in the AFL umpire I was An absolute rock star Everyone was saying hello to me <laughs> in the up oh, is like is it you, illegal did you do a you know, game today <laughs> yeah you impersonating know, an up well yeah you know,
1: just you know it's illegal to be a police officer or like a yeah. firefighter like what if like you were just walking home and two like kids are like sir sir quick <laughs> Jimmy thinks he's kicked the ball through the goals. We need help. And you're like, I can't do it. I should have
2: said, I'm sorry, I'm off duty. I'm off duty, kids. That's not for me. But so many people are like saying, like, oh, so did you, so, what were you doing? I'm like, no, I was I was DJing. He's like, yeah, but why are you wearing that? Anyway, this other person saw me on the tram. I was like, oh, did you have a game today? I'm like, no, no, I was doing that. Then I got off the tram. I was walking and this guy's just walking past me. We don't say a word, but he just clocks me. He's walking with friends and he clocks me and he just goes the... Holding the ball, move it at me, <laughs> and I do it back to him, and keep walk and keep walking. Absolutely is, that no That is the chat. equivalent
1: of the bus driver nod. Yeah, like, exactly. It is absolutely is. Brown people used to do it to each other as well back in the day when there was fewer of us around. I'm not joking. We used to do it all the time. Anytime I saw a brown person growing up in Brisbane, yeah, I'd be like, "Sup, bra, you're brown too," and that was what it was. That was the that was the move.
3: Wow. So,
2: So umpires must do it all the time
1: To each other
2: It's a big conversation starter walking around as an AFL umpire But I'm not sure if people like You might be a a nurse or something You come out in your scrubs And do people talk to you more in those clothes? Mm. If you've got a uniform Do people use it as an excuse to have a convo with you? Please, I would love to hear Hear that story
1: Hit us up at matt.n.alex
2: All day breakfast. And there's a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Matt, I am so angry with you. So angry. What do I do? Well, I you. I think you've jinxed me. That's uh, for sure. <laughs> because did last week, did you miss? Last week, right? You bring up. Did you hit the wall? Sitting down to go to the bathroom. Number <laughs> yeah. one, as a man. All right, you've been keeping it fashionable for a long time. Okay, I
1: represent sitting down. There's nothing to be ashamed of. We we were we were brainwashed mm. as small young men to think that there was some sort of masculinity or need to stand up.
2: Well, you do it home or away. I'm I'm much better on home turf. Go on the sit down, but and like I can't I can't explain it. But literally, the day after you talk about this. Just go on the It's a day like any other. I sit down, I finish, I stand, I stand up. And there's just this massive puddle on the ground. Oh, dude, dude. I've missed before as well. Sitting well, I mean, down. I'm thing. like, How did that your happen? big, you know, fanfare <laughs> for sitting is that it's a no-brainer. It's a 100 percent hit rate. And I and I, it's one of those things, like, because. I think one or two other times I've sort of noticed something wrong. You go, oh there! I didn't notice anything (laughs) until I stand up, turn around, I go, what the hell (laughs) is that? Is it leaking? I have. I cannot explain you have it. To check but the it was the leaking. day after you talked about it. I oh, don't blame and so me, mate. So I reckon you've put someone up to it. The- I don't know. You've tampered with my with my Spend toilet. Spend
1: less time pointing fingers and more time pointing the bloody thing that matters, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's the right part. <laughs> okay. There's no need. Honestly, have to no be like idea how it happens. Me. But All right. um,
2: so anyway, that was that was very annoying. But because it's re- questioned my whole thing. Well, I may as well concentrate and. Get a 100% hit rate. But we've we put it out there. We've had people get in touch. And I think Brendan from Sydney, after hearing that, is pretty happy with his choice. G'day, Brendan.
3: G'day, boys. How are you going?
1: Good, thanks, Brendan. Now, your team stand.
3: Yep, I'm stand all the way. As soon as I've been tall enough to be, I've just always stood at the toilet, whether I'm at home or on the away change room. Always been stand up to pee, to be perfectly honest. Well, that's a
2: bit disappointing. I would have thought you should have been a bit more like a cherub at a fountain. And even if you were a little bit shorter, you just do the uh, the rainbow, mate.
3: (laughs) Aim it up. Um, Yeah, do the old rainbow where you just see how far back you can walk from the toilet as well and try and get it in. Oh, my gosh,
1: Brendan. I mean, what do you, why is it, do you think it's easier? Is it not more of a hassle?
3: It is a hundred percent easier. It is way more quicker. It's way more efficient at home. All you need to do is lift the lid. You pull your fly down and you go close the lid because you're a responsible male these days. Okay, when you're, I but if you want to pee at home, if you want to take that luxury to sit down, I kind of get that. Not too many mm. people use your toilet. You clean it pretty regularly. You would hope so at home. I can kind of see why people want to sit down. I can accept that, but out in public. That is disgusting. Completely yeah, do unnecessary. You know do
1: you know what? Girls sit down every time they use the toilet, mm. and no one's complaining about germs. Do you know why? Because there's not filthy girls pissing all over the toilet seat because <laughs> they are too cool to sit down. If we all just sat down, there would be no problemos.
3: <laughs> there's literally toilets designed in men's bathrooms for you to stand at and pee in. No contact required. Just walk up. You piss on the urinal. Okay, the urinals, When yes, you're done, you walk yeah. around. But even walking in public, I just refuse to believe someone who doesn't shake anyone's hand anymore refuses to hug their <laughs> colleagues when they haven't met them for over a year because they're afraid of germs. They're oh, more than happy then to go into a bathroom, <laughs> touch a toilet seat, by touch by how many people, rubbing butts with how many different people in public, I will never know. Oh, yeah. Matt, mate. Okay. I thought you would well, thought you tell
1: that. me how many COVID cases have happened through butt transfer, mate. <laughs> Hang up. Get off the phone it. right now, Brendan's Maybe they should off. look into
2: it. <laughs> yeah, the old butt swab. We'll see. Um, Matt from Melbourne, you're the other other end of the spectrum.
1: How you going, fellas? Good, Matt. You're on my side. I'm a team sit baby all ooh,
2: the way. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, everywhere. Um, there's no circumstance in which you you'd, you'd go to the stand.
3: I haven't yet got to the public toilet sitting yet. I'd just oh. maybe do a little hover over the top and squat.
2: Also, oh, you're uh, still, wait, so you're still back into it oh,
3: <laughs> and hover cord, rather the than the stand cord, at the but, front. Uh,
2: yeah, just,
3: just have
1: a little 50 mil clearance and dribble it in there. <laughs> so. the, little, the little kangaroo. All right. Well, fair enough. <laughs> but I mean, look, you just got to accept what actual transfer is happening on your butt when you sit. Like, even okay, even worst case scenario, there is urine on the seat. All right. Nothing is going to happen if it touches your thighs, you know, nothing. That's worst case scenario. (laughs) You tell me what terrible, you know, thing you're going to catch from sitting on the same seat as someone with another bum. It's just not going to happen. So, I mean, Matt, I'm I'm on your side and I hear you, you know, it's not all of us can be as brave as me (laughs) and to just sit anywhere. It takes time, man. So just baby steps, Okay. Can
2: do, can do. All right, yeah. take it easy. Thank you so much for that one, Matt. And thank you for at least hovering your ears over the Matt and Alex podcast today. It's been.
1: How's the gall on me yeah. to have a go at the journalists <laughs> for writing an article that they were probably paid to do?
2: Yeah, that's that thing because you, then you've got to ask yourself, well, if they then listen to this show, wrote an article about radio host controversial opinion <laughs> divides the <Yeah>. internet. <laughs> <laughs> to Tell
1: them to just stop. <laughs> <laughs> They've stooped to a new low, that's what I'd say. You've <laughs> got I didn't think it could get worse. Goodness <laughs> me. Well uh, look, thank you for joining us. Honestly, we really appreciate it. Every single day, every single week. It means a lot. So please join us again tomorrow. Uh, I'm Matt Alex. Don't forget if you've got any tips for you know the countdown is on five days. Until my very first auction, I need your help. We want to win this together. We. All
2: Stop right? talking about we. Um, <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> We're going to leave you All with Paul, who was very kind and did get in touch with the Graham and send us a voice memo about our talkback. What have you found in your bag? Um, this is his story. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>
0: Hey boys, um this is something that I found at the bottom of my bag as well as the bottom of my locker. As a serial offender of leaving whole grain sandwiches in my bag that my mum would wake up early, like <laughs> your dad would do, Matt, and I would just leave them at the bottom of my bag and I tell you what, they started to grow the legs of their arm, those sandwiches. Also, at the start of year 10, I moved into a new locker. I had a little odour when I opened it up. The guy before me didn't clean it out, and there was, uh, no joke, like a kilo of cold meat just, like, on the bottom, like I'm talking salami, ham, and they started to grow fur and little trees out the side. Filthy scenes. Um, yeah, but have a good day. Um, catch you guys soon. Woo.
2: Anyone up for some locker meat?
1: <laughs> meat? Oh, my God.
0: That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.